This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. So welcome everybody to another episode of the Rumashes Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. That that's all I got for honorable mentions. That's a that's a good take, and we should use that when we record this. <laughs> are, we, are we recording? Wait, 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 wait. Ryan, go ahead and uh, dr- go ahead and yeah. hit that USB drive one more time. What, what, what are we doing here? I'm trying to figure this out. I've changed my name four times this year. Sorry. Yes. Shame <laughs> on you. So many uh, Ryans have died in the making of this. <laughs> oh my God. I've you? literally been shedding Jesus my old Christ. self the whole year. Every every four That's four true. weeks. Welcome, Craft Beer. My name is Donnie. Hey, this everybody. Is the... Joe Smith here for your weekly what? geek for the week of... Huh? huh? Donnie? What's going on? Huh? Hey, Joe? Donnie. The week of Donnie. Joe. Donnie. Nick. The week of Joe. Ryan. Joe. What are you doing on this podcast? What are you doing on my podcast? No, this is our... Well, technically, it's all part of the network. We're, we're all together. What? what? Hi, Joe. Good to Hi. see you. Hi. Good to see you, Donnie. <laughs> I don't know, but Never I'm going to run with it. <laughs> Well, like. good evening, Craft Beer. Again, this is the end of the year podcast for Craft Beers and Geek News, and we have none other than the great Joe Smith. How are you, Joe? I'm doing fantabulous. How are you doing tonight, Donnie? I'm doing very well. And ladies and gentlemen, that was a ruse. We we totally planned this. We we are doing a cross play. What is it? Cross? What is it? Cross play? I don't know. Cross intermingling here with our podcast and the network. We are happy to have Joe. Not only do we have Joe, of course, we have our good boy, Mr. Ryguy. <laughs> whatever whatever my name is nowadays, absolutely. I'm glad to be here with you boys. <laughs> of course, and good Mr. Lossman, how are you? Uh, top of the morning. Uh, doing well, man. <laughs> happy to be on the show again. Happy to have you. We're going to do things very differently tonight. Of course, this is the very last episode of the podcast. Of course, this is coming out in the very last few days of 2020. Arguably the worst year in our history. I know there's been worse years out there. Dinosaurs pour one out for you. Got it. But um, (laughs) there have been some things that have happened. And what we want to recount and leave you guys with for the end of 2020 is some of the best things that have happened. Not only to us, but to, of course, craft beer and and the geek news in in, in pop culture history here. We've got a lot of uh, perspectives and a lot of opinions here. So we're going to count them down. From five to one, each of us have selected very carefully and meticulously, uh, Ryan, uh, <laughs> meticulously <laughs> counted down our, our top five things here far in advance to bring these to you guys with a well-educated plan of execution and what exactly each of these things mean to us. So um, we will not be doing our typical what are you drinking, what are you going to drink section. We're not going to be having our geek news section, drink it on in, send it on back, whatever you'd like to do. We're just going to kind of free flow. We're going to go through our top five categories. We're going to dissect them. We're going to talk about them. We're going to share perspective on it. And we're going to share with you guys, hopefully, um, a little bit of, a, of light and, and, and reflection on a, a year that uh, will we'll go down in, in history for probably being one of the worst in our generation, at least. So you boys, you boys on board with that? Absolutely. Let's Garbage do it. Here. 
All right. Well, as we're drinking, by all means, we, we can highlight some beers. If you're thinking about, man, this is what it is. I got a really special one that I want to talk about that I think that we just haven't given due diligence in 2020 because it really has changed my life. But we'll get into that, if nothing else, in the honorable mentions. But um, we're going to go ahead and start off things with our, our, again, you know, like, just just tell me how it's been. You, you guys having a good, how was Christmas, boys? Anybody got a story to tell last two weeks or so? I mean, anybody got anything going on? Let's just... Uh, Ryan, you got a face? Yeah, no, Christmas was great. I took the girls to Kennedy Space Center yesterday, which was really uh, oh, spectacular. Nice. So, yeah, it made me feel like I wanted to go into outer space, even though I don't want to go into outer space. So. You were really hooked on that uh, tracking Santa thing, weren't you? Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, Ryan, don't you have a crippling fear of heights? Absolutely. And they would yeah. be, well, I kind of, you know, kind of come to think of it. If I was in outer space, I couldn't really fall unless I got too far from the space station. But can you really fall in space? I mean, I don't absolutely. Know. Yeah, actually, yeah, to absolutely. answer your totally question, can. you can fall forever. Like it's an eternal fall. At that least on Earth, seriously, you can, you can hit like, the ground, but you'll just freaky. fall straight up till the end of your days. Oh my god, so that would be. It's terrible. the worst fall. I don't. I don't want to do that. Actually, no. I think. <laughs> I think I'll just keep my feet plant, uh, firmly planted on the ground on Earth. Yep. At do. the Kennedy Space Center, love it. At, at um, um, unlike so, your uh, unlike your golf club in your hands, that tends to fly skyward. Yeah, that does send the fly <laughs> sky high, doesn't it? Well, well played there, Joe. So if I can share, uh, back in I think it was July, I was playing golf at Wentworth uh, over in the whatever area of Tampa. Just look it up, and I uh, just got my clubs regripped. And if you remember the story, I took a swing on the second hole. And <laughs> I don't know what all the sign language is going on in my background here, but that's <laughs> a lot okay. of pinkies up. We're just a lot putting of pinkies your hoodies up for Wentworth. Yeah, yeah, a lot of little pinkies for a Wentworth. Uh, <laughs> Did you, know, you watch that on YouTube Premium by chance? So, <laughs> the, I took a swing on the second hole, and my club, as you remember, just drifted up into the trees. I didn't get mad or anything. It drifted like a helicopter up into the trees. Well, uh, long story short. Fast forward five months, and I was there two weeks ago, and I, I was looking just in that area. I was like, I wonder if I could find it. And I no did. shit. Yeah, and I found no it. No shit. It came down. So we went back what? today, and I was playing, and I, before or I was warming up, and I was like, you know what? I wonder if they'll send somebody out to try to get my club. And because uh, it was only like 10, 10 yards off the tee box, but there was like a little ravine with snakes and all sorts of crazy stuff. <laughs> so I go to the guy, and he's like, yeah, just let me know when you're on two. So the the starter radioed to the uh, clubhouse was like, yeah, some guy that got mad at his club and threw it in the woods is like, <laughs> you know, he says he found it and, you know, send someone out to get it kind of a thing. And sure as shit, not man on hole two. They brought it to me after I birdied one of the hardest holes in the Tampa Bay area. I birdied it single handedly today, which is a three out of like, four. Very nice. Like very nice. One hand on the club. The other hand just like flipping the bird. Or something. <laughs> like, how do you mean single handedly? <laughs> Well, we played a four-man scramble, so you know, or a four-man so, best ball, however you want to do it. But each ball that we hit was by ball. I birdied the hole, hardest hole in Tampa. I'll probably never do that again, no matter how good I think I am or how terrible I am, I should say. And I got my club back. I was so overjoyed. <laughs> I was like a kid in a candy shop. I was like, yeah, I got my driver back, which I already had a replacement for. But the fact is, I got my full set back, and uh, I'm really, really happy to share that news with you guys. I wish I was on the uh – on the course behind the guy talking on the radio while Ryan yep. was waiting for where the guy's like, yeah, some guy got angry at his club, threw it in the tree. Can we get back? And Ryan stand behind him go, no, I got new grips. Yeah. That'd be even worse. <laughs> new grips still slipped. 
That's what I was wondering. Were you actually angry at your clubs, or nope. did they just slip out of your hands? Just slipped right out of my hands, man. I got sweaty palms, I guess, when I play, so I had to use a specific type of gloves to make sure that doesn't happen. Uh, but yeah, so I got my club back, and I couldn't be more happy. So to to Joe's point, I would have loved to have the same like radio channel on to be like, ah. <laughs> This is grounds crew. Uh, we got an asshole who threw his club at a tree about four months ago. Uh, he's wanting it back now, so get the eight-foot ladder and let's go retrieve it for him in his post-aggression now you know, rebuttal. Not a day went by that I didn't think of how lonely that driver was. <laughs> was it was it like covered in mold or something? No, or like was it fine? It was clean. It was it was fucking clean. Yeah. Good so everyone you out there, us. just make sure you store all your golf clubs in a tree, and they'll be clean forever. <laughs> That's the top survived, tip right there. It survived hurricane force winds. It survived. Yeah, we had a hurricane. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, now, and now uh, Ryan's got two drivers. That's right. He was That's called right. Hurricane Ryan's follow through. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, baby driver there grew up, didn't it? <laughs> I just, I'm going to take it as a sign that 2021 is going to be my year. Okay. There you go. Okay. <laughs> For golf? That is a good, that is a good segue, actually. Really, it is. Because we are limited on time. And, and we know that, too. We try to keep these things to at least, well, below an hour. But, but Joe, it is good to have you. Ryan, I'm glad you got your, your driver back. I'm sure you're very happy. I am. Um, but, but keeping informed here. So we are at the tail end. I'm talking tail end, man. We got like a couple days left in this whole year, which. I can't be more excited about. I uh, had a lot going on today, a lot going on this week, a lot going on during Christmas, but we're home, we're here, we're together. Let's talk about it, boys. Um, well, let's do this countdown. So what 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 we decided as a group, <laughs> really kind of me and Nick and maybe Joe a little bit was like, hey man, we're just gonna talk about our Ryan. You were just a you were just a victim to the the system <laughs> here, but uh, we're we're talking Always about what we're victim. gonna do. Yeah, of course. Well, we were talking about what we're going to do for this year, and way to close it out. You know, sometimes we can just do a regular show. We can talk about five things here. We can talk about things that we loved or whatever, but I feel like it'd be really special to highlight um, five things that really touched us in this year and each individual. And I I'm, I think that we're going to inter, intertwine here with a couple things. I'm just guessing from our, our mutual kind of understanding and things that we all love together, but um, I'm really interested to see what it is. So, uh, we, we can go ahead and kick it off. We're going to start with our, our fifth most f- coolest, favorite, whatever touched you the most thing that happened this year. And then we'll go on and kind of carve our way down to number one. And hopefully that is the most impactful thing or the most thing that you were looking for, the most thing that you, you enjoyed for this year. So um, I, for number five, I don't have anything particularly spicy. I've got something that's got a bigger message and probably going to have some more conversation. But does anybody have something number five you really want to talk about? Um, go for it, Joe. For number five for me, I... I learned how to enjoy drinking IPAs. Mm. Really? Yeah. This, this year? Yeah. So I'm I'm nice. still fairly new to craft beer. I've I've been generally on the maltier or balanced side of beer, and uh, so I, I IPAs is something I've never really gotten into. I've always uh, I've always liked Reds. Uh, I'm a sucker for a solid Belgian, like a triple or a quad. Love Belgians. Yeah, yeah nuts love about them. And I've, I've kind of dipped my toe into hoppier beers, but it never, I never could get the palate. You know, I couldn't quite, it never caught on for me. So tricky is because, to do. Don't right. Do <laughs> well, because craft brew was so weird this year, I, I, I left my safety net because uh, all these places are shut down. When Publix is your only choice for beer, you take what you can get. 
And so I started drinking more IPAs, and I, I finally, finally found a palate for them. Um, I tried to stick to as much local as I could. I've been a huge fan this year of Voodoo Rangers IPA lines, uh, especially oh, yeah. especially the Juicy Hazy IPA. I really love yep. that. Um, I feel like their line expanded this year significantly. Like they had these all the Voodoo Ranger stuff, which is all over the place. I, I feel like it wasn't as easy to get up until this year, really. And they had all these variations, like the Hazy and the Imperials and all that stuff. It was pretty pretty good year for New Belgium. Yeah, you could yeah. always look at the box, and, and I mean, it, it, in years previous, it was well, it's Voodoo, it's it's New Belgium's IPA line. The Voodoo Ranger, right. but this year it's like, okay, well, which one? Which color was the box? Was it right. teal? Was it right. white? Was it red? You know. But but yeah, yeah I, I I think my just to throw this in, my I think my favorite big box local would be Cycles Crank IPA, which is yeah. what I'm I'm drinking that tonight. And then um, nice. I think That's a my great, favorite great IPA, the- by the way, that's a great IPA. I always have it when I'm watching football at a you know. O'Brien's or wherever I can get it. So it's it's a little sweet. It's really well balanced. It's it's just got a lot of citrus flavor to it, and I love it. But I think of the all the locals uh, that I've had so far. I think Six Ten's Babble to the Nag is really great as well. Oh, uh, it's, yeah. Babble's the best. Yeah, yeah, Babble's good. Rosemary, vanilla. Yeah. It's like a seven percent right around like six point eight or seven point two or something like that, and it's it's just delicious so you almost forget that that's an ipa too because of all the other different flavors and spices in it you know yeah yeah Yeah, it it leans more to what to my maltier sensibilities which is why i think i enjoy that one so much but yeah i mean that was my big thing is i i learned how to drink ipas this year that was a big deal for me you know joe i just want to piggyback you know I'm, i'm proud of you for that i had no idea i thought you always had you know explored with them but in in my on my side of the street uh you know, I found a love and passion for bourbon or barrel aged beers. Mm. I never drank those but until I started yeah. drinking bourbon and I and I developed a palate for it. So you can literally seg your way into almost any style, but uh, you have to start with the right one to, to do so. And I, I feel like that's really awesome to, to share. That's great, man. Did, no, did thank you, you just say seg your way? Yeah, I heard. I, I knew he was trying to say segue, but I was just going to let Pretty it ride. Sure said <laughs> no, you no, said seg your way. You. <laughs> You can literally seg your way in. You you put it into two words, which I like. Trust me. I'm well, three fan. actually seg your way, but split the two. <laughs> yeah, McDonald's yeah. seg your way. I like it, dude. Seg your way. You know what? Seg your own effing way in the world. Am I right? It does Ryan sound, it does sound like a. Uh, it does sound like a little motorized scooter ad. Like seg your way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we just came up with something. No, Shark Tank next week. All right, easily. Ah, uh, all right. Well, that's that's awesome, Joe. I don't want to. I can't follow you because I've got something very similar. But um, but Lausman, go next. Why don't you go next? You're, you're, what's your number five, buddy? Oh, okay. So real quickly, uh, my number five thing to come out of this particular year uh, would have to be. You know what? It, it was video calling a lot of my family. I don't usually talk to. Really? That yeah. was weird. That was a, it's not so much a beer thing. It's obviously uh, even though a little more geek news, I guess. Yeah, technology. It it was actually really nice. Like uh, you know, big you know birthdays and stuff like that. Don't always call everyone. Don't always talk to everyone. But it was nice to be like, hey, there's a video chat for this thing on this date. Be there. And then like we all were stuck there. We're like, yay! <laughs> I haven't talked to you in a while. So like it was it was really nice. I enjoyed that. It's it's kind of yeah. funny how as as separate as we are this year, we I feel like we've come together more as a result of that. And video video conferencing has been such a major part of that. And 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 it really does 
bring us closer together as a result. Yeah. I, I don't know though. Cause what I felt like today, uh, literally just like, as I was reflecting since, you know, literally around the Christmas time to now, it was like, I, I do feel like that. Like, I feel like with this group of folks, like you guys, obviously, and I, I shared this in the group text, you know, text that we're in with, with all the other guys that we, we hang out with on a regular basis. I feel like that we, you know, I probably texted and called and emailed you guys more than I talked to anybody on anything on any normal year or whatever. But I, I do feel like that I kind of lost that um, that connection that I have with some of my more distant friends because I would just pick up the phone and want to call these guys and talk to these guys. And I haven't I feel like I haven't done that to, to some of the more distant friends that I've had. So I actually feel kind of uh, divided on that, Laos, because the family stuff. Yeah, I feel like I was so overburdened with like, let's Zoom call because every month you got at least two people or something that's either their birthday or it's some other bullshit they're, they're celebrating or whatever. And I do this all day for work, man. I, I started a job this year that I haven't even met the people I work with, right? That's all been over Zoom. So like the last thing I want to do after being on Zooms from nine to five every day is to go home and then do another Zoom just with the family or friends or whatever. So I actually feel a little bit less less connected to some of my friends that I would have just picked up the phone and called or text message randomly because... I'm just sick of it when I get done with my work day. But then again, to your point, like I said in the group chat with us, you you bros, I probably text you guys. You know, I would say there's there's not like a couple three times hours a week. where somebody doesn't text something in the chain. Like I feel like our chain is blown up every three hours. And I think that this year we've we've not only had five or six people in our text chain at once consistently, but but that phone goes off like literally every three hours maximum. And there's an, there's something else that one of us is saying, and I think that has increased, and I enjoyed that a lot because it, it's actually yeah. gotten to the point on my phone because of that text chain that my wife has asked me to to mute that <laughs> so that it's not blowing up like every thirty seconds. <laughs> I, yeah, I've got it muted. I've got it muted. I think right now because I just got in from an eighteen hour car ride, and I'm like, I just can't, guys. I have to go to bed. I can't. I told you guys I couldn't play, you know, Rocket League last night or whatever it was. I'm like, I can't do it. I just can't. I mean, <laughs> gotta take a break. You, but from a year standpoint, <laughs> I totally get it, Lyle. Like I get what you're saying. It is refreshing. I'm just like you're not having to do that eight hours a day because you don't have a desk job where you have to. I'm just like that's that's rough. I'm what they call essential. You're okay. <laughs> essentially a douche. We'll just label it that. I'm just saying, you know, if somebody needs to go into work and somebody doesn't, I'm the guy who needs to. <laughs> right, right, well, and right. Just to also piggyback the whole conversation with staying connected, not just through group chats and things like that, but just the fact that we were all able to come together and, you know, say, hey, Friday night. Like I was I've always looked forward to Friday nights, maybe not in the, the, the most recent, you know, whatever. We still try to make it work. But even in the beginning, like we all got together, played video every games, Friday night. Yeah, you know, tr- we, we came up with or well, Deems came up with triple dudgies after, you know, playing oh, Star yeah. Wars and just it, it just made the whole kind of life you know that we were living in the covid uh era seemed to just be okay like thank god for the internet you know right thank god it was the equivalent of meeting up at miller's ale house like it was was. but it was a lot cheaper yeah everyone else has their own miller's ale house but like no that's what it was it was like the hey this is what we're doing like we're all gonna get hammered and play rocket league or whatever like yep that's what we do it was great no, I, I agree that 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 part of it was good, and I, I I was trying to be truly heartfelt when I said that earlier. But like, this has been just special to get to know you guys and to to get through this with everybody, and, and the fact that we've all been minimally impacted. I can say, I mean, everybody's been impacted in a way, but like, no one's you know, no one's laid up in the hospital, no one's you know, 
it, it could be a lot worse, but I just appreciate you guys, and I think that was a really good thing. So, Laos, good call out, man. That yeah. That's a really, well, really strong one. And but, from my um, side of the street, too, you guys yeah. helped me out tremendously, keeping me actively uh, playing. So... Thank yeah. you. That's that's the that's the that's the point, man. All right, Ryan, what do you got? And then I'll and then I'll go. I promise. Uh, yeah. So beer related. Uh, you know, before the whole COVID situation, um, I got to steward at Florida's Best, which is always a fascinating time. I think for it's a good for segue. The thing that uh, I really enjoy doing, which is, uh, you know, all the uh, professional beer tasters in the area. I guess you will um, serve them beer and from all the local breweries in Florida, and we narrow it down to to the finalists for each category. And I always love doing that and i love when it's uh over at the end because i get to take home massive amounts of craft beer some good some bad some indifferent but it doesn't matter um so i i really enjoy that every year and you you know you really get a you get to learn a lot when you listen to those guys as they break down the the profiles and the you know what to look for if is it is it you know if it tastes like popcorn you know it's a bad beer you know what i mean things like that it's really intriguing when was that that was i want to say either January or February, like it was still ramping Man. up to the to the COVID thing. Like we all kind of knew about it in the background, but um, yeah, it was right before Florida Craft Beer Week. Uh, it was like a week and a half before that. I want to say it was February because uh, yeah. not too long after that was the last group event I ever did, which was in March, and that was the uh, I remember that Florida day. Craft Beer uh, Tasting Festival, I believe, over in. Uh, over in Tampa. Yeah. And so and you had just gone to that, uh, gone to yours I, two or three weeks before that. So I want to say yeah. it was February. I think it was February. Yeah. And I remember that week or that, that day, Joe. Oh a, yeah. I don't. It was a fun day. <laughs> <laughs> At least parts of it are definitely a blur. I think, uh, I think the last group event I went to was like, I actively didn't understand which way somebody was going in an aisle at Publix and I was like I, I'm gonna go right and they were like I'm gonna go right and I was like well no you're going left like it's a reverse left yeah so good on it's you a nice, it's a good dance it's a good dance hey, dude yeah. I always ask them I go you care to dance and they go nah. and I'm like nah. yeah Publix handled that like your grandma does it's like they didn't know what to do but they were trying to do their best let's put they stickers really, on it did if we anybody put stickers know, on the ground we're good did anybody know no. what to do no Everybody was no. buying toilet paper like it was going out of style, uh, and I do not, I do not, I'm not thank. That's not on my top five buying toilet paper, having stocked up. I would like to toilet paper a house these days, just so the people behind that house would be like, were they just millionaires? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to just launch them and be like, ah, I'm benefiting you. They must have been really angry. They used toilet yeah. paper. <laughs> Woo. Well, yeah. like, well, this is a, cla- a class action lawsuit waiting to happen at that point. Oh. <laughs> Easy. Well, Ryan, when I said when I said it was a good segue, let me just let me just pop in mind and I'm, let me run down the whys on why this is my number five, and then and you guys are all going to have an opinion, but we do have to keep moving, so let's be let's be quick about it. So my my number five was was literally this year, and and we we I think we we always uh, praise this community um, every year just because we we you know we find so much joy and, and pleasure and and just enjoy it so much. But um, overall, the craft beer community w- was on my top five for this this year because it's it's a community that that really had and this is my number five for a reason. It's 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 because it's a community that's always been been an uphill battle, right? Everybody that started craft brewery, there's so much heart and there's so much story into it, and there's so much. I had to put up my mortgage and my house, and I had to take out a second mortgage, and my wife left me. I mean, I literally heard that story from 
the guy who started Orlando Brewing Company in Orlando, of course, and, and, and that's you know what got him here. And it wasn't this year that he did that. It wasn't anything like that, but some people did mm-hmm. uh, this year specifically. And, and we were walking into this year 8,000 breweries strong in, in the United States of America, which is crazy in the highest amount we've had since or before probation or, or prohibition of alcohol, you know, in, in, in the 1900s. So absolutely insane, but... but um, it, it was really summed up quite nicely by a friend of the show, uh, Mark DeNote, in an article that he wrote on craftbeer.com uh, recently. I think it came out literally last week, but he, he discussed a couple topics here, and I just want to put these out here. You guys can hit them if you want to, but these are the things that really hit me hard, and, and this is what I really uh, did want to say is, is my, my, my number five, because I, I think the craft brewing community, not just in Florida, but overall, came together. Uh, they, they persevered. They, they fought. They fought hard. And several of them fell, right? Like a lot of breweries, small small guys and bigger guys, either got swallowed up, got killed, or, or you know are no longer in existence. It's really a, it was a scary, uh, very uneasy time. But I think those that were able to uh, to pivot to to overcome, and even those that weren't but are still struggling and, and may you know come back, good for them. But keep the good fight. Um, basically, what, what Mark was saying in his article was. You know, COVID-19 and the effects on beer events. I mean, think about it. When we, 2019, 18, 17, I mean, a beer event was a beer event. And you may be a small brewery or not even a brewery. Ryan, you brewed beer to bring to to several beer events. And we didn't have those this year at all. So, you know, your jalapeno, you know, beer that was so good and people love there, are, there, there would have been several people that would have enjoyed it this year. And I'm just using you as an example, but, there, but there's Tonka Brewing, right? Like our, our buddy, uh, Mike and a couple other guys. There's there's uh, Tim from Craft Life that you know obviously couldn't get his awesome and just crazy brews out there to people. It, it's sad. It, Temple Terrace Craft Brew Fest very close to us. We do a lot of work for them. Brian, your beer competitions that you go to, like that's just one piece of it. I mean, it, it's it's really it's really scary. And then and, and I'm just gonna run through these. And then again, you know, reassuring the public that hey, it's okay to come back, and, yeah. and we'll we'll take care of it, and we'll we'll serve you on the curb. We'll hand you growlers. We'll hand you crowlers. We'll just hand you bottles to go. That was that's an uphill battle, dude. Like imagine anybody else trying to convince people that hey, it's okay, come on back. Like it's very difficult to do. Um, they had to adjust services, so like you know, we couldn't be in a brewery. We had to be outside the brewery, but like we just get set up this big tap room to have everybody come in here. Now you can't do that for six months. They were closed down. It's it's very scary. Yeah, all the employees they had, right? PPE loans only last so long, and and if you're getting shut down for violating, you know, whatever that was imposed in these places that were set up to have people in there to drink the beer as their main primary source of income, because distribution just simply isn't there. It's fucking horrible. I mean, that's awful. Yeah. And then, and then breweries supporting not only themselves, but other breweries, collaborations, things like the Sierra Nevada stuff that we saw where they were literally brewing beer just to say, we brewed the beer, it's COVID, we're cool, come on back. I mean, it's it was a really, really tough time. And I think that I know we lost a lot of good soldiers out there. And, and you know, hopefully they bounce back. But but it's just been really tough. And I just think that it was um, pretty significant that that craft beer put up a good fight and and i just think that of all industries restaurants things like that you know they'll persevere and i really have confidence in that so i just i just wanted to establish it immediately you know as we wanted in this thing yeah that was important to me so no what do you guys think i i I think you're absolutely right donnie it showed the resilience of the craft beer industry even though like you said uh, we did lose some soldiers (laughs) out in the field but um you know it's it's all going to come back and i think you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I think everybody learned how to improvise, adapt, and overcome in our own ways and within the industry. 
Um, yeah. I, you know, a little bit of news, and I, I know Donnie. You know, I reached out to you last week to see if we wanted to have him on the show. Maybe we could do that in the coming weeks. But uh, I can go ahead and say because it's it's going to be news really soon. Um, but you you mentioned Tim from Craft Life, and they might be in distribution sometime early next quarter. So oh, nice. That's really, 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 really good because they finally got their spot open. Um, and and you kind of piggybacked on one of my other ones, which I can lightly touch on because it's part of the topic. It was fun doing the interviews that I did with some breweries and, and different local places uh, during the COVID situation to see how they were improvising, how they were adapting, how they were trying to meet their customers' demands, whether it be through growlers, cans, whatever, you know, get the word out there, even though they couldn't have people in the bars, which, again, right or wrong, everything was shut down. But, you know, it, it restricted a lot of, um, you know, it's the main reason why breweries, you know, did fail is because they couldn't have people come in or maybe they weren't ready for something like that. But um, just shows the resiliency and the love of the craft beer community, how strongly united everybody is. And I really, really, um, you know, commend everybody for what they've done. Yep. Yep. All right. Quick hits, boys. Joe, lost anything? Oh, I was just going to say it also is a sign of how it impacts the ancillary businesses to craft brewing because we have to remember that it's not just the breweries that were impacted it was all the companies that support and lift those companies up i mean yeah. I'm, I'm i personally run a company that builds uh promotional products through laser gravy and one of my major targets is breweries so when you're not able to create the products that you need for those businesses, it's just as much a burden to you and you have to find new and creative ways to, to work around it. So the, the, I, I, one of my, one of my items actually up higher on the list is the fact that I was able to know we were getting out of the woods when a local brewery was able to make a promotional product order for the first time in eight months. And, and that was to me a sign that, okay, everything's going to be fine because these businesses are starting back up. They're getting the numbers that they need. They're, they're, they're able to produce again. And so it's not just the breweries that are being impacted. It's those local businesses. And the fact that the breweries can survive is a sign that those local businesses that support them can survive as well. So I think um, it's, it's really exciting to see how things have changed and grown as a result of probably, like you said, one of the biggest disruptors in brewing history. Um, and in it, the global economy, right. essentially, but yeah, yeah but, yeah. but to put a positive Absolutely. spin on it is just, it's, it's like I said, it's exciting to see where we're going at this point because yeah, there are soldiers down on the field, but those that are standing are charging forward and they've come up with some really new and innovating things. And I'm, I'm going to yeah. talk about that in one of my later ones. All right. Yep. Good. Good stuff, Joe. Mine. Two seconds. Uh, literally. How cool would it be if uh, like, that just goes boom. Uh, uh, how cool would it be if uh some sort of breweries took this opportunity to test some things, use this opportunity in a like a lack of like demand to explore. Uh, that'd be neat. Uh, I'm sure a lot of them have. But yeah. man, how seltzer. cool would that be if something... <laughs> seltzer. I'm sorry? I said seltzer. A lot of them have been experimenting in weird shit like seltzer, yeah. which I do not appreciate. I experimented but... with a seltzer once. I kicked it off a fucking parking garage. It was a horrible yeah. endeavor. So that thing was just garbage. But in any event, uh, that would be neat if on the tail end of this, looking towards the bright side, if somebody was able to, uh, some sort of entity, was able to brew something, make it, try something weird, fail, and then maybe try it again. 
uh, a different iteration. So, yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, again, that'd be a slight positive that might have come out of 2020, but who knows? So, moving on. No, it's good. It's good. Yeah, we got to we got to keep moving. Um, we're already about thirty minutes in, so we got to keep going. But thank you, boys. Yeah, that I thought that one, that was going to touch us all. I knew we could probably spend another hour talking about it. But yep. um, Joe, Joe, start us off again uh, with uh, number four, and then and then we'll kind of mix up the rotation. So my number four would be uh, recording the Fandalorian with you, Donnie. That was. <laughs> so much fun that's what i had it was so much fun it was a great opportunity to talk about a fantastic show in a in a whole new format and and so it it, on one hand you know it's just great to talk about star wars and the mandalorian because it was such an amazing show this year but also it was a a a new opportunity to look at it from a different light and really dig in and explore some of the, the themes and such and working with you, Donnie, was fantastic on that. Plus, spoiler jokes. I love spoiler jokes. They're they're hilarious, and it was it was so much fun to drop a few of them. <laughs> I totally agree with all the joke, and I can't even get to, into it because it, it is it is on my list. <laughs> I can't talk about it now. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but but just to say just to say to, to reverberate, yeah, absolutely, man. That was um that was a blast, and and I think if if you if you haven't heard it, listen to well, hopefully you've seen the show by now, but listen to the finale episode because. We we dropped some some previews. There's some teasers. There's what's going to happen, and that's not only am I excited for that in 2020 because none of this stuff's coming out in 2020. A lot of it is coming out in 2021 and beyond. And and I'm just saying I'm I am incredibly excited for for what is to come with that, Joe. So yes, Absolutely. it's been a pleasure, good sir. It was an enjoying experience. I will get into it later <laughs> on this list. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Lost man, Ryan. Anything else from you guys? Uh, I I was gonna that was on my list too. I was gonna say you know just learning all the uh, little things besides just watching the, the the Mandalorian. You know, learning all the the backstories from listening to you guys and and you know really diving into it was really really wonderful. It kept me not only intrigued in the show but in wanting to learn more and seeing where this all fits into the uh, Star Wars timeline. So great job, guys. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, job. man. We loved it. Well, Osman, anything? Or you want to kick it off with your number four? Uh, no, we can go number four right now. Kick it off. Okay. Uh, my number four was... This is a weird one. So it was uh, the actual amount of time that was allowed for boozing at home. <laughs> <laughs> and that, so that doesn't make so much sense when you say it in a full sure sentence. Sure, it does, Alki. <laughs> well, again, it doesn't make so much sense when you say it in a sentence, but if you slow it down... It does. So, again, you know, there are so many nights that I would have been going to this place and going to that place and hanging out with those people and whatnot, but I didn't do that. So I had more time to just sort of try this and try that. And, like, that's sort of what 2020 was. (laughs) Like, you literally went, like, hey, there's a special at Publix. Okay, I'll get it, and then that's my weekend. <laughs> like I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. So it was a blur. Now it was a blur. Full throttle, yeah. So, um, I have to say, like that was my number four. Like I had the time, yeah, for the thing, yeah, like whatever it no, was. I, like I had the time. I'm, 
I'm totally with you on that because one of my honorable mentions, I literally have it written down here, is home modifications. Yep. Because in 2020, right, we had just moved in. We had been in our house for two months, and I've gotten so much shit done and learned and learned things. I've I, I learned electrician work. I've learned plumbing. I've learned drywall. I've learned how to fix walls and do all sorts of stuff. I knew a little bit. Woodworking. But I, you made your own table. Yeah, yeah, made my own table. Yeah, the electrician work. The I, fact I, that you called it electrician work is concerning, but go ahead. Well, I'm saying I put in all my own pod lights. Like, I did a lot of work. Every ceiling fan, this light fixture here that you're looking at, like, it's not a lot of work. It's not hard. I'm just saying, like, I didn't know how to do it, and I've done it throughout my entire house. And it's the backyard. It's the front yard. It's the landscaping. It's the trees. It's everything. <laughs> I've done a lot of work around the house, and I wouldn't have done that without this free time. And so that that, you know... That's that's something in itself. So yes, home modifications were in my in my you know honorable mentions. But yes, like you're saying, having a little bit of time, not yeah. only to yourself but like just to be home, I yep. think is interesting. Yeah, you save money, you save time, you can use your time efficiently. I know all of us did in various ways, and all of us wasted time too. I spent 170 hours on Sea of Thieves. We'll get into that <laughs> later. I'm just saying oh. it's fine. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, it wasn't 170, but anyways, go ahead. Yes, I, I agree. So, boys, but, anything else on that? I mean, I yeah, played but... golf. <laughs> like golf? You basically learned golf this year, right? I relearned like, you played golf. played more golf I this year than golf. I think you've ever talked about. So. <laughs> yeah, you relearned you golf. You relearned golf like you relearned Rocket League? You, you found that, that driver? That game that you used to play, and I was like, what? How did <laughs> yeah. that happen? Where yeah. were you in the initial stage? <laughs> you know, I was around. Oh, did you throw your Rocket League into a tree? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Moving on. My number four. Are we all good? Am I no, the last I, one? I didn't get Correct. my number four. Well, okay. Go. I'm not always last, but go ahead, oh, Ryan. Okay. Go. I thought we were going in a circle. Life Just is like go a in a circle. fast. We got to mix it up, buddy. You got to keep it fresh. So That's what 2021's all I about. Just keep it fresh. Say, my, I wanted to throw out there one of my favorite moments on the podcast, which was our conversation about the new PS5. As to whether or not we were going to go disc or discless. And I still oh, love that episode. So I had to bring it up. It was one of my favorite moments of the year. It brought us all so much joy. I'm sure our listeners loved it too. So and, as, uh, as yeah. a listener of that podcast, I was actually driving to brew, listening <laughs> to that podcast. And I swear from the minute I got into my truck uh, for the entire I think 15, 20 minutes, 18 minutes, something like that to brew. It was nothing but you two, you three, talking about PS5, disc versus discless. I was laughing the entire time to brew. <laughs> you it was discless son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just you hey, there's, would Blu-ray There's diskies thing. and there's non-diskies, okay? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I loved it. It was one of my favorite moments. Brought me so much happiness. It was a good time. <laughs> To wrap it up quickly, and I know you guys probably don't have a lot of perspective on this one, but but I also think that that and this is this is really hits home for me. And and it's a friend of the show, the Pico Brew system, right? Mm. So they sponsor they didn't sponsor us, but they sent us a unit to review. And I brewed about fifteen batches, you know, in the time that I had it before before this year. Coming to this year in about I think it was literally early March, they discontinued the servers for Pico Brew. So I've got this this, and I didn't you know hundreds of thousands of people bought this thing, and so they've got these. $200 paperweights that brew amazing beer, but if you cut the servers off, fuck. <laughs> and really, they're, they're not cut off yet. The company was like, listen, we're going to keep these online as long as we can. But what 2020 has brought to this is the innovation that is the internet. And I love the internet for this. Somebody already said it. I love the internet. Fantastic. Glad that we can communicate. Got it. 
but the Pico Brew community actually developed the way to host their own servers on Raspberry Pi so that they can infinitely brew beer on these little machines. And it just goes to show you the mm. ingenuity and that innovation that people can bring to this shit when they're like, hey, man, I got this thing. I don't want to sit there. Some dweeb sat on his computer for probably 20 minutes and figured out that I can just program my own server and I can make whatever beer I want to. And I think that's just incredible. And it's not so much Pico Brew because Pico Brew is an amazing machine. Of all the, the, the Insta, the Keurig brewing machines that are out there, I really have take my hat off to them because I think they did a really good job of keeping this alive. And the servers are still there. If you want to, they're going to be cut off any moment. But if you want to, you can still go on there. I have kits that I can still brew now. The thing is, anybody can just follow the GitHub link that'll be posted in this description below. If you have a Pico Brew machine, Check it out because you can set up your own server to brew any beer you want to. And now they've not only done that, but they've craft, they've, they've 3D printed, Joe, in, in plastic material that is there's heat safe and everything else. Your own pods that, Ryan, you and I can go to the brew store, put in a five, you know, I think it's only, I think it's a 2.5 um, gallon batch. But you can brew your own thing now out of any ingredients you want. And mm. it's crowdsourced. I love the crowdsourcing community and how they took this machine that was basically useless as these things get discontinued. And they made it infinite. Nice. You can do whatever you want to with it. I just think the innovation in that and the, in- the ingenuity behind it and some computer genius that figured out that you can do this and then set it up for douchebags like me that don't know much about computers but i can do it on my raspberry pi that i have at home like it's just amazing and i haven't started that project but i will i promise you i I just love it i just want to throw out there also that yeah uh anybody who's on our craft brews and geek news facebook group page if you are curious about this system if you already have this system and want to develop more with it put a post down you know, we have 3D printers available. We have technology experts available, and we will help you build this system out to keep it running and working for you. Just put a post in our Facebook group, and we'll go from there. Like it. Lossman? Hashtag Peaky Deakies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Joe, I'll I take had you, I'll, to. I'll take you up on that, Joe, because I think that's a fun project that we can document, and we can, do we, can, we can live through this thing, and we can bring the listeners with us. I think we'll, it'll be a fun adventure. We'll put, but we'll put the Raspberry Pi in a little, like, Beskar case, and yeah, we'll, we'll have awesome. fun with it. <laughs> can we talk about Peaky Deakies, though? Like, that's a sure, real thing. Sure, hashtag Peaky Deakies. We got it. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. All right. Moving on to number three. Who wants to kick us off? Ryan, kick us off with your number three. I can kick us off. Well, my number three is my number one because I've already t- covered the other topics. So if that's okay with you guys, I'm going to go There's ahead and There's a list share. of five, Ryan. A list He's of got five. number 31, bro. I had Don't five. Don't you worry about it. I had six, and now I have none because I've already we've overlapped. So I'll kick us off with my number one moment of the year. Maybe I'll come up with something else. But at this point in time, nobody knew what 2020 held in store for us. We were all just living our life, happy-go-lucky. But uh, my one of my number one moments was the last time we all got together at the uh, Soggy Bottom Brewery. Soggy oh, Bottom yeah. Craft Beer Day. Florida Craft Beer Day. That and was a really good one. That that's an honorable mention on my list too. That was a fantastic event, and I, I, yeah. it was just it was just fun. That was that was one of the best ones we had. And the mayor wasn't even there, so it was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was just we don't need the mayor. We did our own our own show. It was fantastic. You know, weeks before the shutdown, and uh, we all kicked back, relaxed, had a great podcast, drank a bunch of great beers. I think we even had a little bit of time out in uh dunedin afterwards and just uh you know was the last time we actually all physically were able to get together as one group and i thought that was you know really something to look forward to doing uh in the next couple of months hopefully maybe we could do it live somewhere or you know even if we just do it here i think we should commit to that i think we should definitely commit to having our first uh uh quarantine free podcast live in a brewery somewhere we should definitely commit to trying to do that (laughs) No promises, but we'll see. We'll see what All happens. Right. We'll see how this thing kind of rolls yep. out. Mr. Lossman, give us your number three. Uh, 
boy. So my number three was a little um, <laughs> interesting. It was um, so. <laughs> so I, uh, <laughs> you know, all the players in this game, Donnie. Uh, but uh, I have to play some video games with people I've never played before. Uh, it would be family. That was the weird one. Like I never saw that coming. I got to play some you don't know Jack uh, style games, uh, Fibbage and whatnot, uh, with family. And so I didn't think that'd be a big deal uh, until it was. And I got to play like video games with our mom and our <laughs> sister. And like it was the coolest. It was honestly the best. Yeah. That's one of my favorite moments of 2020 because I, I've never played video games with them. Like legitimately my entire life, never played video games with them. And here I was, and we were trying to, you know, do better than the other one and whatnot and what have you. And it was just a good time. So that was a really good moment. Uh, there was a solid night where me, mom and our sister uh, just sort of, had a video game frenzy and we just were playing games and having fun so it was a good time yep fantastic i do agree yep um all right well on that note let me take it joe and then you can close this out number three my my number three is the oculus two <laughs> and that, that sounds crazy but you guys know that i was an early adopter i got the oculus one day one i had i think that revolutionized not only gaming in a different a literally different reality but it also revolutionized the way that that i enjoyed getting some escape, right? Like I, I'm locked up in this house. We can't move anywhere. It's fine. It was cool in 2019 when the, when the Quest One came out, which is crazy that the second one came out only a year and a half later, which was nuts, or a year and a few months really. But the Oculus Two um, just brought so many improvements for a standalone headset that I just thought was incredible. I was able to jump in literally to to a Star Wars adventure with Tales from the Galaxy's Edge back in Vader Immortal and, and all the other Beat Saber, all the other games they had. But now a couple more of our, our friends and people in the Facebook group have also gotten Oculus and, and they just love it. I understand it's got some flaws with the Facebook thing and whatnot. They're, they're fighting that in court right now, getting sued by countries at this point. Oh, Germany, my. I think, has a class action lawsuit against Facebook at this moment. But but the point is that the, the platform itself revolutionized the way that people think about VR so much that they discontinued their, their hardline platform uh, the Rift and that kind of stuff for this one platform, the Oculus 2. And though it's not perfect, it is is the next-gen virtual reality that was brought to us in, in 2019 for the Oculus 1. But in 2020, they optimized it with, with 90 hertz and the, the, the inimaginable um, fidelity that it brings from the, the clarity of having literally a smartphone on your face. It doesn't sound like a whole lot, but, and I know that Joe, you're still dying to try it out. I, I swear, man, next time we can hang out, I'll bring it over. We'll play it. It'll blow your mind. I know it scared Ryan off a fucking roof, but like, <laughs> I was like Joe, yeah. plank experience. So, so I've had yeah. VR experience. I just haven't tried the Oculus two out, but, but just to add to that, I, I think this year has really been a boom year for VR because yeah, everybody's stuck at home. VR everybody's needed. looking for that virtual yeah. experience, that augmented experience of running around in, in yeah. an environment that isn't your four walls surrounding you. And I think, uh, right. I think VR uh, Oculus uh, took real good advantage of this year by releasing yep. Oculus Two with all those upgrade features. I think, and they put it in the right price point to put it in everybody's hands. Yep. I think this yep. will be looked back as a golden year for VR. I think they're yep. going to look at this Ex and exactly. see this is when the real roll VR. started. Yeah. 
Yep, exactly. Thing, and this is what because think about it, VR isn't new. They, we've had VR since the Virtual Boy, right? Since the eighties, like, yeah. We've had we've had VR for a long time, but I feel like this year really propelled it. And and again, I won't. I want to be done with this after after I say this. But 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 like the thing is that it, it if you're looking for a way to escape those four walls that you're trapped into, you put that headset on, and within ten minutes you are lost in a whole other world. Any world you want to, in fact, anywhere in the world you want to go, put this headset on, and you can go there. It's it's incredible. So this isn't an ad for Oculus. This isn't sponsored by Oculus. And it means I'm just saying to me in, in my personal life for 2020, if I felt cooped up, I throw that headset on. I'm instantly in another world. It takes video games to a level of immersion that that and PSVR loss. I know you have it too. I have it yep. as well. Like. It's a it's a glimpse at that, but when you have no wall, no no cords, and you can use your whole space and your whole room and your whole, it really just transformed. You could put that on for thirty minutes and feel like you you've gone somewhere different. And Trust it, me, it, I think I I want to put a bucket on Ryan's head and then steal <laughs> all of his wares. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it really it really Skyrim. <laughs> That's it, a... it. Really did change. It changed the way that you can immerse yourself in a game. And I love games. And I really am. I, I'm not. An, I mean, I have a gamer as much time as I have to play games. But like that really changed my perspective on the future. To your point, Joe, of what VR can do and where we are today. And it really just hit me as like, man, this is the future. And I feel like, like you said, Joe. This is the year for VR, and those of you that, that were able to indulge in it, even if it's just a little bit with the PSR, PSVR stuff loss, like it really did propel it forward. So definitely my number three there for, for Oculus. So so way, to, so way to go on that that team and that thing, like you said, Joe, capitalizing it. That was my number three. I mean, so. you mentioned Joe a lot, and you didn't mention my bucket a lot. So <laughs> okay, no, I feel like no. I was a little underrepresented. Well, that's kind of funny because my, my just... number three is, in fact, your bucket. Is it buckets? It's buckets. It's buckets. <laughs> Just Joe's just pissed about buckets not being represented. No, Joe, Joe closes so out. My, closes out. My, uh, my last number three number would be breweries reopening. Being able to support the local breweries is a big driver for me. So it was awesome to see them opening back up in new and innovative ways. And I always immediately think of brew, which is my home base in terms of beer drinking. So watching them turn a negative situation into a positive with their growler pickup structure, um, watching them turn a negative into a positive with offering uh, their their uh, chip dips. Um, it was really nice because it helped breweries that were still closed be able to sell their beer. It helped a local business stay strong. So kudos to them, all the breweries that made it through if you know, like I said, one of the worst disruptors in, in brewing history. And helping local businesses is pretty awesome i think it's great yeah so that's that's all i have yep. we, we talked about that already so that's all i have no that's all good no it's, it's a very valiant uh thing to say I, I totally agree and i think like ryan said we we covered a lot a lot of these things are cross-pollinating i had a feeling it would happen but but very good point and and absolutely so yep all right last man number two what's on your number two? Oh, i'll keep it short and brief this has been the year of gear I don't know who else can agree with me on this one, but this has been the year to say, hey, there's a thing I want. Let's make it happen. Like, it's just been that sort of year. Like, this will be great for a later occasion. That's what's going on. That has happened for an entire year now. So I have a feeling a lot of our listeners out there will agree there's a lot of things that they've sort of invested on that they probably wouldn't. In a normal year, so if this uh, was the year, if this was the year to buy a gaming computer, or uh, if there's yeah. any year to buy a gaming computer, it's this year. 
Correct. Yep. yep. Yeah. And peripherals and dongles. <laughs> uh, but dongles. <laughs> so yep. Yep. I got Joe on that one. So <laughs> you got me. You um, got me. Yes, but no. Uh, I, literally, it's been the year of gear. It's been the year of buying things that you'll use next year. It's been the year of buying things you might use this year. So uh, I stand by that. And uh, yeah, that's my secondary awesome. component. Awesome. Ryan, what's on your number? I guess you got... Ryan, do you have any more? I mean, yeah, no, we we kind of talked about uh, a, a whole bunch of different things already. I, I, I made my list and that's what I'm sticking to. So, you know, uh, if something else pops up into my head, though, I will definitely say it. All right, Joe, give us number two and then I'll, I'll, I'll round it out with mine and we can get to number one. Sounds good. All right, so for me, number two was streaming events and streaming in general uh the yeah. things like dc fandom the disney investor call the not three e3 event all of those made it easier and more enjoyable for fans to get their geek on you know usually you look at comic-con hall h and it's a mess live it is an absolute mess everybody's fighting to get in there there's lines for days for this thing this year that that didn't exist this year there was so there was a little bit less to see from those events but it was so much easier for everybody to watch and consume plus you had musical events like the adult swim festival you had the run the jewels rtj4 album all in full that was sponsored by uh, uh i want to say adult swim uh there were even smaller things like uh youtube videos like dave grohl versus nandy bushel who are giving us all this great music entertainment you had you had YouTube channels blowing up left and right like uh, SGN, which was some good news. Uh, I think they all helped us keep our heads high during the worst of the lockdown. You know, I, I think streaming events were an opportunity for people to um, still feel like they were standing in a crowd. Yeah, yep, I agree with you on that one completely, and that, that kind of dovetails into to a couple other ones that I got in here. But but yeah, I mean, streaming services in general, right? Like I've been a cord cutter for years. I don't think we've had cable for for ten years at least. But you know, whatever. Imagine that I would have I'd find so much joy in Disney Plus or even some of the Netflix stuff. I mean, we always had Pandora and YouTube Red or something. You know, that's great. But but the year of streaming, you know, right? Oh yeah. I mean, the Disney. The smartest thing they ever did was was thanks to Bob Iger make Disney Plus and man. I'll get into that in a little bit, but, but <laughs> damn, like I've really enjoyed the streaming wars. If you if if you can get my drift, because yeah. AMC Discovery, everybody's doing it now. I get it, but the beauty is you can pick and choose what's important to you, and you can pick and choose what you want to watch. And you don't have to see the fluff. You don't have to see things that you don't want. And if you want something, you can get it. Right? Like I've never I've, I've never felt like we've been able to access directly what i want to uh, talk to you know up until now it's, it's been fantastic and on top of that it's it's also made it more available for streaming shows that don't have a large budget to reach a yeah. wide audience so you're seeing Absolutely. all these smaller especially animation shows like uh Gendy tartakovsky's primal or harley quinn or even th even things like star trek lower decks which the idea yep. behind that show is so ridiculous. Let's take this very serious show, Star Trek, and make a half-hour comedy in the vein of like Rick and Morty out of it, and and made it very successful, and 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 yeah. and made it hilarious. It's actually one of my favorite shows this year. So I, I I love that streaming has not only made it easier for us to consume that that media, but also find things that wouldn't necessarily be mainstream compatible with, say, a broadcast station like CBS or NBC or somebody like that. Yep. No, totally agree. That's very it's a very good one. I I, I completely agree with you. 
Um, all right, so my number two. You guys are going to love this. My number two, and again, I already I already teased it at the beginning, but Sea of Thieves. I, I'm sorry, but I I, have, I always <laughs> loved Pirates, and I've never played... This game came out in 2018. It's an, If you've never heard of it, it's an action-adventure game uh, made by Rare, published by, published by um, Xbox Publix. Game Studios, so it's exclusive to you know PC and Xbox. Not everybody on the podcast, I get it, Ryan, you haven't played it, but man, I, I shit you not, I, I, I sunk it 100 hours plus, and the only other game, well, two games that I've done that, again, thanks to COVID, one was Witcher 3, finally bought it, or finally beat it, I beat all of it, I beat the DLC, I'm I'm still going. I'm still going through the the side quests and stuff. There's still a lot to do in Witcher Three, but I've also put a hundred hours into into No Man's Sky. A lot of that came from this year as well because I had extra time. Like you said, Laos, I was at home. But Sea of Thieves, I just I wanted a pirate game that I can get behind. And because, and again, this is on my honorable mentions. I got a game a gaming PC. We can talk about that in a second. First time ever. I was forced to. I was unemployed i needed something to do my side job or what i was trying to do to still make money coming in i get that it's, it's you know it's a horrible situation a lot of people are probably affected similarly to i was but i invested in a ps a pc to do this with the intention of also getting you know dabbling in the gaming stuff and, and see if thieves brought me into that community so since i've been here as a pc gamer part of the master race if you will I'm just saying I really, really wrapped my arms around it, and I've enjoyed the game is one thing, but like I've just enjoyed the camaraderie. We did it on my birthday; it was fantastic. Joe, you know, everybody was there. Ryan, I'm sorry, whatever, but you know, it, it just it really has changed my perspective. I was a console gamer through and through, but like I really have enjoyed the ability to to hop on and play not only Sea of Thieves but other games thanks to the gaming PC. I mean, but but Sea of Thieves, I have put a hundred hours into. And I've just enjoyed it. And I, I enjoyed learning it and, and loving it and playing with you guys and sharing that experience. Because it's literally like a little adventure game where you're all pirates. It's like my favorite, my best scenario that you could all be pirates and we could just do whatever we want to. And and that's what that kind of game did. And it just makes me think, like, not only was that game great, but being having access to a PC and making the plunge to do that and invest in that, which is really special to me. So I have that as my number two because I sunk a lot of time into it. And you guys know I talk about it all the time. I'm sorry, but but that game is great. And that's the really one of the only games I play on PC, but I just have just loved it. So definitely my number two because it took a lot of time and I really just enjoy the journey. So that that's really what my number two is. <laughs> Donnie knows I've been very vocal about not liking Sea of Thieves, but 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 what's important to me is that you found something that you love and you're playing it and you're enjoying it. And I think that's yeah. more important than whether I could join yeah. you in that or not. It's, it's the journey. It's the game is whatever, but it was the journey that I really enjoyed in, in teaching, not teaching, but like sharing that with you guys. I think I made most of you guys buy it because I'm like, you have to play this game. It's so fun. <laughs> we can do all this pirate stuff. It's a lot of fun. And Ryan, you'll get there. Trust me, dude. Like we'll get you an old Xbox. Don, you can get Donnie's it. been fine. dying to get me to play this game. I know. We're gonna, we're gonna build him a game system. We're gonna make that happen. That's 2021 yeah, well, goals. Speaking of yeah. a game that that uh, you know, Donnie, I know you're trying to get me to play Sea of Thieves, but I've been trying to get you guys to play Magic: The Gathering, which I just remembered. I can make that my number two because I played that and a lot, even with Joe. That's right. Somebody's been playing that with you, and it's been me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Magic: Magic: The Gathering Arena has been incredibly uh, wonderful to play. Just like you guys with Sea of Thieves, that's what that's where I geek out is really just Magic: The Gathering. Yeah. So fair hey, enough. That's my number no. two piggyback. 
Yeah, good. All right. Well, who's got a real banger number one? I need to shut up because I've just been talking for a minute. But somebody lead off a number one and then I'll, I'll kick it in because Joe kind of teased it already is what I'm getting at for my biggest number one thing. But but you guys, you guys I, go I'm going to I'm going to throw my one out there real quick. And, and, and oh, re- I was going to say, OK, yeah, yeah. It, it, for me, it's it's a combination. It's it's a chance to catch up and it's a chance to spend time with my friends. So we. There's such a gluttony right now, first of all, of consumable media. I feel like there's there's always so much to watch. There's so much to consume, and there's never enough time to catch up. And I feel, feel like as depressing as lockdown was, it gave us that opportunity to find new entertainment options. So a lot of my time is spent watching things that I put off for a long time and wanted to get through. Or, or more importantly, and to more to my point, spending time with the people that I want to to have fun whether we're watching a movie or playing a game so yeah i mean there's there i caught up on games like last of us and outer worlds and seven days to die especially which i know none of you like zombie games but whatever i'll move past that um it was scary (laughs) it was it was important to me that uh there (sighs) gaming grew in such a way for me this year like like no previous year in terms of in terms of online i've always been a big gamer but i've never been an online gamer and yeah. this year kind of forced that. And so, yeah, I was playing games like Among Us. I was playing games like Jackbox. But, uh, you know, I jumped in with this triple dudgies crew. And <laughs> you got to love the dudgies. Uh, you got to give it the demons on that I one. was playing with da- Battlefront. I was playing Magic with Ryan. I was playing Sea of Thieves. I was crushing out Rocket League. It. My number one thing is spending time with you guys on the games yeah, on those nights Woo! because that was what made the game made the year easier to bear it made it easier yeah. f- for me to find the good parts of the year and say this this is why we we are doing this so that we can spend more yeah. time together so that's that's my Sweet number one boy. is spending time with you guys love you guys Aww. yeah and it's a it's love a shame guys. that it took you know a global pandemic for us to feel that way and i hope that it continues but but you're 100 percent right joe it just you know it's just something i think that we we latched on to because we all had free time we we weren't yeah. at the bars we weren't doing that stuff we weren't going out and we still wanted to connect and we found a way to do it responsibly safely and have so much fun going to the bar is great i get it but again you know we, we i feel like i i didn't miss a beat hanging out with you bros like we we really didn't i feel like we connected stronger more tightly and and had more fun really safely yeah right even right. just going out and just hanging out it was just a good time i would never have appreciated the amount of fun rocket league was unless no. it was somebody like lausman sitting there behind me going oh. cappy <laughs> Happy. that made My it man. that those kind of moments and those the, the that's what made it special and fun to play with you guys it was triple dodgy kills i swear I'm, we need to we need to get battlefront rolling again just so that we can get that get that for oh, everybody we, we won't but, stop yeah. i didn't delete that one when i installed cyberpunk i deleted everything else but it's not delete battlefront but yeah that's my number yeah, one man. i love you guys i love playing with you guys let's keep playing yeah, we love you too, buddy. Oh, Last one, you got number one, and then I'll go, I promise. Yeah, sweet boy, though. Like, I can't really even follow that. <laughs> Just such, such a sweet boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so I have the most rando, uh, absolute thing. Like, just speaking as an individual. So, like, where would we go from COVID in 2020? So, honestly, I, um, I've gotten good at ping pong. This might come as a shocker. I know it's very random. Okay. I, uh, I've been playing ping pong every single day at lunch Were you like with Forrest some of my coworkers. Oh. And I'm, I'm actually getting quite good. So, okay. like, 
No joke. One thing that might come out of COVID 2020, I actually might be a ping pong champion. That, that sounds like a challenge. Yeah, right, because I'm pretty damn good at ping pong. You, I can beat you, I promise. You want to play? Let's go. Okay. <laughs> that I is an it. open invitation to anyone in the Tampa Bay area and or Lakeland area. Ooh, You'll probably it. kick my ass. However, Fighting I've words. a lot of jokes. However, I have a lot of jokes. I yep. love it. So so if we live cast it, I mean, I'll be all over that court. So. Oh, that could be kind of amazing. A live cast. Oh, of, oh. I recommend to anyone out there who's struggling with COVID-19, pick up ping pong because you'll love it and you can actually do it like, within your home. Like, just do it. Right. Just enjoy no, it's it. a good one. It's All you need is a half a table and a wall. Yep. That's you right. don't even need that if you're, cla- if you're crafty, but yeah, just don't worry about <laughs> it. You kind of need a paddle too, it. but yeah, and a ball. A yeah, ball. Yeah, you you don't don't sure. I've actually ball. played ping pong. All right, there's, no there's more materials involved. With a iPhone 8. Okay. Yep. Good. All right. Well, that's a good one. Ryan, did you uh, did you come up with a number one? I did. I came up with another number one. Um, All right. A personal moment for me this there you year. Go. Um, anybody that, like, you guys know me well, you guys know that my favorite band is Stained. Favorite singer is Aaron Lewis. And with the whole COVID situation, obviously, I, I was I was set to see Stained on the Disturbed reunion tour. Or anniversary I thought that was tour. your washer preference. Sorry. <laughs> well played, sir. Um, so... You know, I was set to see them this year, and obviously everything got canceled. But um, Aaron Lewis did a live from a live uh, YouTube stream, if you will, from his couch, and you had to buy a ticket to to be able to view it. But then you could upgrade to the VIP package, which gave you an opportunity to have an online chat meet and greet. And I think I might have talked about this briefly on one of our podcasts, but that was probably the highlight, not only of my 2020, but of the last 20 years of my life. Meeting wow. Aaron Lewis for two minutes and 45 seconds just to say thank you. We shot the breeze a little bit, talked about fishing and, and X, Y, and Z. And that, that to me was the highlight of 2020. Even though it was a hundred bucks, it was a hundred dollars that I could never, I, I would, I'm never going to miss because it was a memorable moment and I got to do that. And so that's my number one highlight of 2020, even though nice. the other highlight was my number one, but I forgot yeah. about that. So, yeah. yeah, and again, that that was empowered by this whole thing, right? Because yeah. I guarantee Aaron Lewis wouldn't have sat on four hours of Zoom calls with everybody who paid a hundred bucks if that wouldn't happen, right? If we couldn't see, you know, concerts and whatnot yeah. in real life. So, so there the, again, the whole point of this episode is that there is some light at the end of the tunnel, and that we're making the best of what we had. And it, it's just nice to be thankful for the the opportunities that we're given, the personal growth moments that we had, and some of these unique experiences that we really wouldn't have had otherwise. So yeah. all about that, Ryan. I don't like staying at all, but you're fine, and I appreciate <laughs> your, your fascination for it. And that experience, again, I've been there, man. You know, I've met my heroes. It, it's really cool. It's really cool to hear that. Yep. Yeah, it's awesome. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. All right. It. So my number that. one. And this isn't any any bomb drop, but but Joe, this you already hinted on it a couple times. We talked about it, but my number one, literally, and this is very specific, is the Mandalorian season two and the Fandalorian. <laughs> our coverage of that, like so I, I have to say, fun. so much as a, fun. As an avid Star Wars fan, not only did did the Fandalorian series that we did just briefly, and again, if you haven't heard it, please circle back on your podcast feed wherever you catch us. You can you can catch those um, those episodes there. But man. Recording those episodes, I, I'm sure that you could hear the tone and the excitement.
excitement in my voice every week as we released those was just incredible. And the Mando, though it just happened, you know, in the later end of 2020, it was really just knowing the whole year we knew it was coming. We didn't know what the hell it was going to be. We we did speculated over this till the cows came home, but we what we got as a Star Wars community from the Mandalorian season two specifically. Season one was great, of course. Season one was fantastic, but season two. With that clincher, the season finale, and we, we there's no no spoilers, whatever. It's been out for a while. We've already covered it completely, but how they tied in, you know, Luke and the the lore and everything else, like just incredible as a Star Wars fan. And and I really feel like the Mandalorian season two specifically brought the Star Wars community back together because it was so broken and so fragmented that it was like. What the hell are they going to do now? Is this just going to die off? Is this like the Terminator series where they're just doing them to do them? Like, granted, the movies are whatever, but I feel like that series and the little nods and the things that we highlighted on the Fandalorian specials that we did was just incredible. And again, as a Star Wars fan, it really melted my heart and just it made me cry at points. Like, I was so excited for what we saw. So, grant, granted, the Mandalorian was what the season one was fantastic. Season two. Knocked it out of the park, and I think they set a bar so high for the things that we're not only getting, and this dovetails into what you said, Joe, with Disney Investor Day, and all the, the 10 series that are coming in the next year, and then in the five movies you know that are coming out in the next five years or whatnot. Like It just brought so much joy to my life that, that my number one is literally The Mandalorian Season yeah. 2, because it just brought so much hope um, to, to me as a Star Wars fan as to what they can do, what they will do. They've set the template, they've set the bar, and I'm just excited to see the future of Star Wars because I really think that this is where we're going to go, and it's just going to yeah. get better from here. The movies may be good, may be bad, and these series may be good, may be bad. You know, I have my doubts about um, the, the, the New Republic. Uh, the the, what the High Republic, yeah, yeah. Well, the High Republic, of course, I'm excited about, but the uh, the Rangers of the New oh, Republic right. or whatever that was called, like Andor, I'm excited about that one. I mean, and there's a bunch of Marvel stuff that's coming out too. Like the, the Disney Investor Day, of course, the Disney Plus had a bunch of stuff, but but beyond that, I mean, from an, from a Star Wars fan perspective, I have nothing but high hopes, and if they can just meet the bar or exceed it slightly, I'll be over the moon until they stop making these things. And they don't have to all have to be series, but. Like we said when we first heard about how they were going to start doing series, they announced Obi-Wan for fuck's sake. Boba Fett's got his own series this year, or 2021 coming. Like, very, very excited for it. And, and again, that was my number one because it just brought so much joy to, to my life. And, and again, having that opportunity to talk to you about it, Joe. And of course, talk to you boys about it too while we're just on the regular uh, shows outside of The Fandalorian. But man... That was my that was my highlight. I just I gotta say that's what it was. The way they did that almost every episode just just brought me to to a real surreal moment. Saying this is why I'm a Star Wars fan. I just really really enjoyed it. So um, I, I know I harp about Star Wars and talk about it all the time, but man, I just loved it and I, I loved everything about what what's to come, what happened, and how we got here. So I absolutely that's my number one. Yeah, no, that's a great number one. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, just to tie into that, I mean, you you literally have a show here that's had. No less than five episodes of its eight episodes that could have, on their own, gone completely viral yeah. and did go completely viral. They were yeah. incredible. all bangers, absolutely all bangers. incredible. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I, I love that bangers it's your number mash. one because it's it's your passion, it's what you love, and it's and it it, it was such a great show. And we have so much more looking forward to what's going to come with it. I I, I right. think it's fantastic. But, uh, you know, that that's another special part of this year, too, is not necessarily the things that happened this year, but what we get to look forward to next year. 
I mean, I mean, yeah. you look at, at the announcements, like just to bring it into geek news a little, like HBO Max streaming twenty four movies over the next year for the first thirty days before they. That we don't have to go to theaters for. Exactly. Thank you. I don't even want to go to damn. Theater. Yes and no. There's something <laughs> no to be said does. to the theater. There's something to be said there's for the experience. theater experience. But there's an experience. But the fact yeah. that you have the choice now to say I want to watch Dune on the in the theater or I want to watch Dune in the comfort of my home. That no makes way, a difference. Bro. You got issues I want like the person behind me to spill popcorn over my shoulders <laughs> while I'm trying. Yeah, I want to step in gum while I'm watching this while movie. While the dude like, in front of me is checking out his cell phone every ten yeah, minutes, he's he on needs Instagram. to know what time it is for some stupid ass oh, reason. For fuck's uh, sake. I want to. I want a pregame with Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. If the Last Jedi was anything. You you don't want a pregame with me. I'm just telling you. Uh, but, but I, 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 I there's so much as. As great as these top five lists has been uh, of what is coming or what happened in 2020, there's so much to look forward to in 2021. We've got a Dune movie dropping. We've got, uh, oh, we've got WandaVision coming out like January, February. We've got, uh, I think there's something like nine shows from Disney that are all going to drop in that first year. Out of the twenty-seven that they announced, I mean, it's 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 incredible. There's so much to look forward to. As great as this year has been, when you got movies like Color Out of Space, or you've got Enola Holmes, or The Old Guard, or Peninsula or Soul, which Soul was fantastic, was great, yeah, Love and Joke. Monsters are great. Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty-four. That's the tip. Yeah. Uh, calm down, Ryan. But that, yeah. <laughs> But that is the tip of the iceberg compared to. What is dropping next year? And and everything that they have been streaming this year, showing us the trailers, all the stuff that didn't get released this year that ended up getting pushed 6, 8, 9, 12, 15 months, all of that is rolling out so fast next year. So 2021 is going to be a year of years when it comes down to movies. Like when you look at movie history, 1987 is considered one of the seminal years of film release for really? for the number of quality films the number of classic films that dropped in that year so it's some ridiculous number something like 40 or 50 films that came out that year they're absolutely some of the best films ever made 2021 i'm predicting is going to be that year that's going to be the year where you're going to see all these incredible films that were supposed to come out in 2020 are going to get rolled into 2021 and you're going to see incredible stuff come out so that's my prediction Yep. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, that's fan- and, and very nicely said, Joe. Very, very good. Um, yeah, to- totally agree, dude. Uh, all right. Well, in the essence of time, let, let's let's move I, with you. Let's move on. Honorable mentions, boys. Let's just wrap this thing up and, and put a bow on it. We're already way over time. We'll, we'll make this as quick as we can. But anybody got a couple honorable mentions? I have a couple on here. Some we've already touched on. So so who's got a who's got a hot one? The boys. All right. Oh. I have a slip. The boys. <laughs> you like that that series? Oh, I haven't I even watched. It. Is it, I love it. Are oh, they in it's season great. three it's, or just two? It, it, two. No, it's two series, but it, it touches <laughs> all those wonderful moments I love in superhero movies of violence, comedy, and drama all come together yeah. in this perfect little circle. Uh, God, I just agree. makes me happy. I, I love the boys. It's hilarious. We could even start a whole another podcast on that. That'd be awesome. Probably. Hey, open to it. Yep. 
All right. Um, so one of mine, of course, I mentioned, you know, one of my unlearned mentions having a gaming PC. Joe, you mentioned that. We talked about a little bit in my number two with uh, with Sea of Thieves and whatnot. But that this this year, again, out of necessity. So I was presented with, hey, I need something that can edit video and do stuff. What do I get? Do I get a Mac or do I get a PC? Well, if you get a PC, you can do gaming. And you can do all this stuff with it. I dove in. I never did that before. I don't even have the top of line machine, but man, I'm so happy I got it because I just love I love what I'm doing with this PC. I'm on it right now. It's, it's just a fantastic machine. So anybody out there is on the fence, I'm trying to convince anybody I can that tells me they need a Mac. I'm like, if you need a Mac, that's fine. But it, what are you trying to do with it? If you're just trying to be cool and sit in a Starbucks, got it. But like, man, no one's sitting in Starbucks shit right now. All over my Mac. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying they're fantastic machines. They do their thing. But but getting a game, a true gaming PC, even at the bare minimum specs that I have, it, it will change your life because of the versatility that it brought to mine. I'm just telling you, it, it's an option. So yeah. if you think you have to, or somebody's telling you. Gaming PC has changed my life, and I love it, and I've never done it before. I swear to you, hand on the Bible, never go back. I'm sticking with gaming PCs. I love it. So, Ryan. Big uh, honorable mention for me. You know again, what they say, Ryan, once you go uh, Windows. No, 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 I'm sorry to cut you off, Ryan. I'm going to. Um, so <laughs> you will not, you cannot uh, underestimate the looks that you get when you bring your full tower uh, gaming PC into a Starbucks, set it oh, up geez. on one of their tiny little tables, and then just start plugging in HDMI's. Like, dude, the the looks you get are just pure, just oh my gold, God, dude. It's okay. the best. It literally is the best. Donnie's right. Donnie's right. I mean, you just get the best looks, and you continue to game on. You scream at Rocket League players. I mean, it's it's bar none. The women absolutely squirm when you pull out that oh, USB yeah. mouse. Oh, no, Joe, Joe dropping, <laughs> dropping their panties. Up my uh, my ping here. <laughs> I got two more. Anybody else got an auto mention you want to throw out there? We we gotta go through these quickly, but go for it. I got one. It's Lovecraft. Lovecraft films, Lovecraft shows were the rage this year. There was I'm a huge fan of HP Lovecraft stories like cosmic horror. I, you hear horror every now and then float into craft uh, brews and geek news or um, this week in geek, and that's Twig. totally my fault because I absolutely love horror and especially Lovecraft. So we got the Color Out of Space, which was a, a film with Nick Cage earlier this year. We got Lovecraft Country, an amazing show on HBO. Um, there was a lot of incredible uh, uh, Lovecraft horror put out this year, and and we have even more of it on the horizon. So it was really nice to see somebody take that genre, run with it, and put some money into it so that you actually had a decent film come out. So that that that's an honorable mention for me. My my one it, the one that happened this year, of course, which, which is just fun. We you know we as this show has grown over the last four five I guess five years at this point. Yeah, four years. I think we several. started October. Call it in several. Sixteen something like that. Yeah, but anyways, uh, we you know we're up to a hundred a hundred subscribers on YouTube, which is crazy for us because we literally just post gaming stuff, and it's not even our primary hey, motive. But like, hey Donnie, I've, what's our best streaming yeah. video, Donnie? <laughs> the oh. Mandalorian one-hour loop of the theme. If you have not seen it, we've got 7,500 <laughs> views on that one alone. 
Um, but but because of stuff like that, and again, slightly thanks to the PC, a lot of thanks to the internet, Mandalorian's in there. I mean, a lot of it's cool, but we never put a lot of assets and time into that, into our YouTube. And I get it that we've streamed some, and we've tried to get people on board, and we've tried to do some Twitch stuff, and that's great. But like, people are giving us some love on, on, on YouTube, on the Facebook group for our uh, Craft Brews and Geek News. If you're not on it, just go on Facebook, Craft Brews Geek News, where you can find us. We've we've grown that community now to almost 200. We've got a couple, uh, you know, a hundred folks on on YouTube that are following us now, and it's just it's just fun to see c- comments every day. I get a new comment on something that we've posted, and maybe it's gameplay video, maybe it's the Mandalorian videos, whatever it is that we do. I'm thinking about doing some trailer breakdowns in, in 2021. So like the the channel is growing, and people are listening, and people are engaging with us again. Comments every day, that's crazy. We never get that. It, it's just nuts. So I, I love that. Um, I, I and that's that's got to be a big honorable mention. It happened this year. It without this year and the time and the assets and the computer and the stuff that we have we, we've just been able to do it and i'm just very proud of us and i think it's awesome so thank you everybody for that my number one honor uh, my number one honor i'll mention the last thing i have to say is is this team and joe you, you mentioned it too this team of guys you guys you the three the four of us the three of you um have just been incredible and i i've cherished every moment with it joe i i I already said it a million times. The Fandalorian's been fantastic. This week in Geek, come on, man! You've been going for a year plus now, and like you know, this isn't. We don't do this for a job. We do this for fun. We do this to help people, to to talk with people, to engage, and especially this year that's been so hard on everybody. It, it, this this team is incredible, and I just I love you guys for it. And I just think it's great. So honorable mention. It should have been higher on the list. I get it, but like I just you guys are great, and and everybody else listening is great. So I, that's I had to say it. That that this team is incredible, and the team expands beyond these folks here. It's everybody that listens to this and interacts with us. I just love it, and and thank you. So thank you. Yeah, that, that's all I got for honorable mentions. That's a, that's a good take, and we should use that when we record this. <laughs> are, we, are we recording? Wait, 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 wait. Point tonight. Ryan, go ahead and uh, dr- go ahead and yeah. hit that USB drive one more time. What, what, what are we doing here? I'm trying to figure this out. That's <laughs> oh, good. It's good, man. It's well, really I fun. Think, and I think it's that's really fun to be part I, of this I saved team, that so. for the end. It, like I said, it should have been on top five. I got it, but I just wanted to say thank you to you guys for this this fantastic year in in the worst year that I've experienced in my life. You know, this overall in terms of things that have happened, not necessarily. Whereas here, you know, personally, but it's, it's, we've had, everybody's had ups and downs. There's, there's been all sorts of stuff that's been going on, but we'll, we can close it out with this thing, but we'll just give us a couple, uh, you know, closing statements, boys, and, and Joe, <laughs> kick us off. I mean, we just, <laughs> I got a closing it, statement. Man. Fuck 2020. Right. Here's the 2020. Oh, that was mine. <laughs> I feel like that was, yeah, that was going to be, that was going to be mine. Straight <laughs> up. I, that's fuck 2020. Here's the 2021. Let's yeah. make it a good year, boys. That's right. Woo! Although 2022 is looking or looking pretty sexy, so you know. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I skipped. I skipped 2021. I know. Yep. Yeah. I'll, I'll actually go next. Um, to Ryan's point, I, I've actually. Oh boy, this is pretty bad. But I've been actually writing on whiteboards in private offices. I said, <laughs> "Bring on 2023," <laughs> because I thought, like, for a moment, they might be like, "Well." That was somebody hopeful, and then they were like, "Nope." You could definitely. <laughs> that de- was somebody who gave up. You could definitely describe 2020 as the year of many years. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it will live on forever. I, feel like we I, all I swear. Aged we're a decade. We're, as long as we live, boys, you'll never. I, I promise the the COVID word will never leave the vernacular of the American or the global, you know, population. Yeah. It's just always going to be around, and we made the best of it, boys. That's all I can say. But does but Ryan, anyone what do you got? even remember in 1998? I do. Corona was Anybody? just a beer. <laughs> so, <laughs> good. Yeah, they yeah, might consider a name Randy change. Randy Moss at that point. was a rookie for the Minnesota Vikings and had 17 touchdowns with over a thousand yards receiving. I graduated in June of '98 from high school. I guess that counts for something. It's <laughs> so obscure. Ryan, any any closing comments, sir? I I think we've said everything to close out 2020. We've we've talked about all the positive things, and that's that's really what we want to do in life, right? We want to bring all the positive thought processes into the future, leave all the negatives behind. And, yeah, there was uh, like three. Positive. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it was I at think, least. I think we had five. We had five. Yeah, we, we had top five plus some honorable mentions. Yeah, Golden so, Corral it, shut it is. down. Everyone else shut down. Some people opened up. Let's go. Uh, we did yeah. lose sweet tomatoes too. Uh, oh, don't even remind me. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. No, but that's it's a it's a good way to close this out, Ryan. You know, you're you're right, man. It was it was a rough year, but I think everything that we've covered tonight kind of highlights that that you know. Attitude is everything, man. It's the only That's one right. thing you can control. So make it a good one, right? If I want to say anything to you boys, and I swear I've said it a million times to anybody out there, out there listening, attitude is all you can control. Make it a good one. Yep. I just leave you with those words, and and we can close this thing out. So, all right. Um, where where can the good people find you guys, Lausman? Uh, looking for a new calendar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's one on your phone. It updates automatically. I already got one on the way, but I'm still looking. All right. Uh, Ryan? You guys can find me, of course, on the Craft Brews and Geek News uh, Facebook page. Uh, Send us a a request to join the group and uh, join in on the conversation there that we have, which is awesome, as you can tell from our podcast. And uh, also on Instagram at Brood. Oh no, I forgot. My ah, Jesus, if you can't keep it straight, oh, my good that's Lord. the perfect. Right. That's the perfect end of twenty twenty, right there. I've changed my name four times this year. Sorry. Yes, shame on you. So many uh, Ryan's have died in the making of this. Oh I've literally been shedding Jesus my old Christ. self the whole year. Every every four. That's four true. Weeks. Uh, Rye underscore guy eight one three on Instagram. And uh, look forward to seeing you guys in 2021 and um, sharing all sorts of juicy nuggets of pop culture with you guys. Cheers. I agree. Mr. Lausman, again, anything? You just, oh. That calendar thing? Uh, yeah, don't, uh, uh, don't actually look at your calendar. Like, just keep, just press All right, on. all right, enough. enough <laughs> no one needs Joe, to work, actually work, just look to... at a 2020 calendar right now. Just... <laughs> Friggin' move on. Like, you got it, man. At this point, go for it. Joe. Uh, You guys can find me browsing the uh, beer aisle at Publix. Uh, (laughs) I'm also available. Is that where restricted from? Yeah, unfortunately. Now, uh, you guys can also find me on the uh, Facebook group, Craft Ruse and Geek News. Uh, You can also find me on Facebook under the name Joe Smith. Or weekly here on the channel. Um, Joe, of course, is the the host of This Week in Geek. So if you've got any uh, spicy tidbits for Joe that you want him to analyze, he is our king of pop culture. I will give him that. 
A lot going on. I think Joe and I have already talked about some stuff that we want to bake out for 2021 and beyond, and I think it'll be a, it'll be a fun year for the podcast. But really, Joe is our, our resident lore expert, so if you do have questions, the best place to reach Joe, I think, is that Facebook group. Pose a question there. He'll definitely comment on probably more than you wanted to know about whatever you were asking. So yep. uh, <laughs> please, yeah, that's, yep. how I, that's how I use them. I'll say, Joe, what do you think about this? He goes, well, <laughs> so, like, I get it. It's I cool, am but gifted Joe, with the voice of, of Gab. He really is. He's a source of truth, boys and girls, and you should use him for it. You can find me um, on Twitter, where uh, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I think just Twitter is, is Brewmasters Club, but everything else is Craft Brews and Geek News. So if you're on Twitch, if you're on YouTube, if you're on Instagram, um, check it out there. The, again, the best way to get a hold of anybody on the show here is that Facebook group, so I won't hit it again on the head. But, you know, we appreciate you guys. We thank you so much for, for listening, for tuning in, for subscribing, for checking us out on YouTube. Again, Crap Brews and Kick News. There's some weird shit on there. A lot of it's like fun music to listen to. There's fun gameplay. There's stories that we tell. There's adventures we go on. There's, there's fun things to do. So please check us out there. As we say at the end of every episode, Mr. Joe. Everybody say it with me. Fuck 2020. <laughs> I missed. I did not have my fingers raised. That's all right. You can raise it right now. It works just as well. I, just, I did it, yes. but it, now it's good night. You. Good night, oh, everybody. Jesus. That was can just we do awkward. Good night. Jesus. Oh, my Fuck God. 2020. This... Here's the 2021. I'm just yes. going to flip Joe off, and can we all just move on? Have a good Bye, 2021. Bye, Take care. You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews, and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers! This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Listen, we get the Craft Brews and Geek News show is way better than it ought to be. If you'd like to learn more about other shows that we have on our network, please subscribe to the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more.